0: Coming up into your stage, introducing the Strategically Reckless (laughs) Okay, Yeah. Hey. Go ahead and get this going over here as well. Man, we're about to get this thing started. No, this ain't league right here. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hey, behind the scenes. The Strategically Regulus Podcast. There we go. Hey, what up, everybody? I want to welcome you to another episode of the Strategically Regulous Podcast. I am your host, Jay Brown, a.k.a. your favorite foster dad, a.k.a. Mr. 710. And we are glad you are joining us once again. Hey, look, I'm a little lit today. A little lit today because tomorrow, tomorrow will make seven years. That'll be the start of season seven. Well, I'll I take that back. Next week would be the start of season seven. But what up, Pops? What up, Shark? The show after that, like I started seven years ago. I started seven years ago, um, February 20th, 2017, it's crazy. Damn, it's crazy. That was my first show by myself. I had done some shows with uh, Sister to Sister, shout out to them, shout out to the Turner girls. They're doing all right. But I had done a few shows with them and then uh, they weren't going to do it. I enjoyed it. And So, what a great I decided to, hey, can I do this on my own? And sure enough, sure enough, here we are, seven years later, still plugging away. And in the beginning, you know, it's crazy. It was with this company called Instinct Radio. And I was doing two-hour shows. Two-hour shows for every week, every two weeks, every other week. And then uh, they went to change format and this is a little history on on how we got to this point they wanted to change format and go from uh, strictly radio to a more visual uh, side and so they went to status network status network it was more geared towards an internet TV show and less of a uh, radio show online radio show which was cool it was super cool you know you you adjust. You roll with the punches. At that time, I went from doing a two-hour show to a one-hour show every week, and you know, we we at this point, we coming up on 2020 where COVID was hitting, and then um, like, but in that time, I interviewed a whole bunch of people, y'all, you know, like from you know this dope dude James Worthy. Johnny Blaze came up on one of the uh reunion shows. My brother and my dad's been on the show. We had different hosts from Mailman Moby to Z to Sway and Erica to True. Like, man, it's it's been a it's been a dope ride, yo. But then like when COVID hit, um people weren't really going in the studios to be interviewed in that way. And so I started doing the show from home and you know, we, we underwent a whole brand change from the 710 The Slick Reel Show to the Strategically Reckless Podcast. It was a name that that fit. It was perfect because it just, it's what you get when you deal with me. And it doesn't matter. I don't have an on-air persona. What you see when you deal with me, wherever you are. It's going to be me. It's, I'm the same person. And you know i'm not welcome man. we are here in 19 and like nah 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 when you get this this is me whether i'm at the bowling alley basketball court we're around my family talking to my wife and these kids it's the same which you know it helps me and make it easy for me because i don't have to i don't have to necessarily be on like it's just it's just me all day slot appreciate them likes what up what up buddy yeah so I, I don't have to be up or down when it's just me all the time and so what i do is what i do what i talk about is what i talk about some people like it some people don't you just kind of got to deal with it because i'm okay with it because it's it's my truth as i see it and so man this is this helped. this has gotten me to this point and i am glad for those that have been on this journey with me It ain't been easy. Like I said, there's been a bunch of changes, but we still plugging away. We are still plugging away. But yeah, I had to get that off my chest real quick. But on tonight's show, on tonight's show, we're going to talk about this parade shooting. We're also going to talk about NBA All-Star Weekend, as well as maggots on the plane, and much, much more. Much, much more. You know? a couple weeks ago i was thinking about getting uh i was thinking about getting older and i was like damn you know we going you you get you get older and one of the things that i always had issue with was having to try to explain having to try to explain injuries that didn't make sense to young people and so like when you're young you just you just got up and did stuff you know you just you ain't stretched before hooping you don't stretch before taking part in any uh athletic activity like if somebody was in the parking lot was like yo let's race if you 25 you're not thinking about stretching there's no stretch thought process going on in there like you're just getting up and you just racing and you wasn't worried about pulling anything if you're racing as a 40 year old i don't care who it is that you might be racing if you're racing as a 40 year old you have made a life decision (laughs) like you you start considering like damn i can't been i can't get hurt out here i might have to get off early on this food so i don't have to run too hard because i don't want to pull nothing because my insurance be tripping a whole life it's a whole life decision that goes into doing stuff and you have to explain to somebody what happened i was i was racing who was who, racing who you old and slow like why would you be racing you didn't make a good life decision when you decide to do those things and you know, it's unfortunate that all of our body parts, you can you can do whatever you do. You can stretch, you can put hot on it, you can put cold on it, you can compress it. When it's that when it's that body's part expiration date, it's gonna be over. It's gonna be over, you know. I had a buddy of mine just pulling trails and Achilles and you know, that part was trash and he was kind of feeling like, damn, did I do everything that I was supposed to do? And uh, the reality of the situation was, it was that body part's expiration date. We look at Kobe and KD and all of those guys and when they when they got hurt somebody there would be somebody who might blame the training staff like, damn, did he stretch him out enough?" Did he give him enough therapy? You, your body, as, as a trainer, this this person's body, usually the best player, if, you know, if they train even if they're paying somebody. Like, hey, your their body is your business. Their body is their business, so you got to know if something is being worked too hard. You got to pay attention to these things because their body is their business too. They have to make sure that they are in tip-top condition. And yet, and still, some of these folks just don't hold up. And they professional athletes. I find myself—I find myself like as I'm getting older. If I'm down on the floor playing with our little girls. It take, it take old Mr. Jason a minute to get back up. Like I'm not just gonna pop up and start chasing them. I gotta think about it. I used to race my dogs up and down the parking lot at our old apartment. I wouldn't dare. They get a brisk walk when they run in to come get their food. It's a brisk walk, I don't wanna do too much i don't want my achilles to be popped and then i have to explain to somebody that i was running to go feed the dogs as if they was gonna starve like it's a a horrible explanation if you ever sneezed and you made sure like let me lick my lips first because they might have been a little dry you sneeze and you have to lick your lips first because you know they're dry. You don't want to have to explain why your lip is split. Nobody's going to believe it was from a sneeze. What up, Shalon? So you got to make sure, like, these are things that you just don't want to have to explain. I'm real careful with these little babies that we got. And my defense is impeccable. They haul off and swing and and almost hit me with stuff, with toys and stuff. And I pop, 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 pop. What's up, Queen Jack? Pop, 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 pop. Because I don't want to have to go to the bowling alley with a black eye. Because they'd hit me in my face with a toy bus and I wasn't ready. And now I'm always ready. I'm always ready. Pop, 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 pop. Cause they just might. I, I see, I talk, I talk way too much trash. I don't talk about stuff that people can't change. I talk way too much trash. That, you know what I would have to hear if I showed up in the bowling alley with, with a black eye. King Lacey Jackson, what up though? You can't, you just can't do that. I would have a whole book of jokes prepared for everybody that's in the bowling alley. I have to go to page six, and it wouldn't matter. Whoever it was, there was some jokes in there for them. That's my level of petty, because I'm like, damn, I do talk way too much. I gotta have a whole book. I'm coming with the book. Coming with the book. Somebody outside my house shooting. I'm not coming with the pistol, but I had a book. And those jokes going rapid fire. Brrr, da, da. Don't let me go to the mean ones. The, hey, but you ugly though. Or, but you stink. Those be the mean ones, because they know if some if somebody say that, they meant that. They meant that for real. If somebody call, if somebody call you ugly to your face, they wasn't playing. If they say you, if they've ever, anybody's ever said you, you stink, you did. You do. <laughs> let me put that in the present tense. You do. They meant it. Oh, Look, it's a whole lot of jokes that people just let slide because they'd be like, ha ha, woo. No, they meant it. Don't be cool with them. They meant it. I say a whole lot of stuff, I'd be meaning the hell out of it. People be like, ha ha ha, it ain't crazy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, I am. I am. But speaking of like speaking of crazy in a different kind of way, the Kansas City parade shooting was was wild when I first heard about it. I was like at the parade, and as I kept hearing about it, and it was like yeah, it was at the parade. Well, after it got done, like, um, folks were shooting. I'm just like yo. Okay, oh wait a minute. We at the parade, at the parade, and you have like parade by itself, just it's a celebration. You understand that when you're going to a parade, you're there to have fun. If you're going to a, a team parade, there's no reason why fans from other teams should be there. There should be no rival teams there, there should be no Raider fans there. there, should be no Bronco fans there it makes zero sense for there to be any level of altercation at a parade you should be having fun you should be kicking it this is family This—what what is going on now i mean folks folks are far more disrespectful than they ever used to be but you had a parade though And never have I ever. was like, yo, I'm going to go to a parade. Hold on. Let me get my pistol first. Just in case. Something pop off at the parade. Like that, That part right there is still wild to me. Just that thought process. That somebody. And not just somebody, but two people. Was like, let me. Let me make sure I got my strap because it might pop off at the parade where everybody should be celebrating Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey, whoever it is that you like on that team. And you needed a strap to do that. You just add parade to the list of places where you ain't safe anymore it was wild when they put church up on that list that you could be in there on a tuesday sunday evening and somebody might run up in there with a pistol on you at the little nightclub if you part of that lifestyle down there i think it was prime in orlando You can't even get your LGBTQ party on without somebody running up in there. We at least even still had school. Until we didn't. Until now we have kids that have these different drills than we used to have back in the day. When we did... Well, I remember when I was younger, we had, like, two drills. You had a fire drill, and then you had a tornado drill. That was it. Those were the only two drills that we ever worried about. Growing up in Chicago, that's, those were the two drills we had. It wasn't no oh active shooter drill and all this other nonsense that be going on, like, what? Mm. Where? What happened? Like, what happened? And th- this is something that like, I, I really want to know. Like, what happened? Because it, it doesn't make sense. That you can't think of. Like, we, the U.S. is out here leading the league. They're leading the league. And here's the crazy part. I can say, I can talk about this because I lived in another country for two and a half years. This me and another cat that we met, we met over there. He was from Chicago. And there was plenty of times that we walked around like, damn, I need to, I need to, change. like, it's weird not feeling like I got to act like that, that I got to look over my shoulder. That every time we turned on the news, I heard about something that was going on because the news that happened with us, it was small. It was a small community of us. So any, and that that includes the military. There's stuff that went on between the teachers or in the military. If it didn't have nothing to do with Koreans doing Korean stuff, then we didn't really hear about that much of it. Unless it got bad and it was Kim Jong Il wiling out. That's what we heard about the Korea on Korea stuff outside of what we've seen. But never, never once over there did I hear about Koreans going bug wild and going on a shooting spree. Ask me why, Jason. Because they didn't allow guns. It's not that they didn't exist. There was one shooting in the two and a half years that I was there. And it happened on the military base. yeah our military base huh? and which is wild to me because even over there there was still the questions like yo why why is it like this I don't know why are we so good at it Shoot up the movies. Can't can't feel like where where can you just go and just feel safe? Cause what's gonna happen is they probably gonna change how they do this parade thing. They'll have it set up like a little press conference where you know it could be streamed. You can get on you know whatever your streaming system is, Peacock, Amazon, whoever, and. Bam! This is this is how you can watch this championship press conference where Chris Jones and connected for all of them can act the fool behind a little camera. Get a couple people in there asking questions. Might have it, you know. Might have it so it could be interactive with some fans or whatever where you bring them live, but you people be acting a fool. That's the problem. You can't even do that. Y'all just got to watch from afar. Have it set up at a stadium. In the same way that, you know, like a, have it set up like a game. You got to buy a ticket. People will still come. You still got to go through you know, security and you can't hold uh, nothing bigger than a little, a little, uh, pouch. That's the move. That's going to end up being the move where you still going to get, be in a situation in which there's going to be people that want to be down there. They can't. Now, yo, folks be just out here messing up the fun. He's messing up the fun. Like having... knowing the number, knowing the number of people who have been killed. Like we are knowing the number that of uh, people of uh, the uh, the number of mass shootings that's taking place in the U.S. Up to this day, we almost at fifty, and it's February nineteenth. You don't know, say fifty. And it's February nineteenth, which is wild to me. It ain't like it ain't enough stuff to do. There's plenty to do. Damn. I was trying not to be upset today. It's weird every time I talk about it though, because it's still I feel like I'm saying the same damn thing and nothing's Everything is like you got to be. I feel like you got to be insane to be like, you know what? I need a pistol at the parade, just in case it might pop off while I'm celebrating with my friends. We all cheer for the same team, and just in case somebody get out of pocket. We put y'all at risk, and somebody gonna have to die. Cause that's intent. That is that damn serious. They say half of the people that got shot was kids. That's wild. Where's safe. I had some people pull off. They, they car broke down in front of my house. There was a little SUV and then there was a little white car. The white car drove off. Next thing you know, it was a, a van and another beat up car, a different car. That was in front of my house. And they said it was. at one point it was five vehicles outside of my house and the lady was like I think I ran out of gas but my car broke down. And there was a part of me that was like I don't know y'all like that. I don't know y'all like that. You ain't got to come no closer I can hear you from there. Because I don't know you like that. Your car just happened to break down in front of my house and you need the whole, you needed the whole greater New Heart Missionary Baptist Church choir to pull up. Now y'all look, y'all looking fishy now. Ain't that, no, none of y'all know AAA. Ain't nobody with a stick on their car or a safety vest. All of them just parked lined up in front of my house. Come on now. Hey, Jay, what was you thinking about doing? Hey. That I would have had an attitude of one of them rang the doorbell. I'd be trying to be cool. I'd be trying to be cool, but that's kind of where we are, but we have the house. If we ain't I'm not out here taking it to hey, I'm gonna take this to a carnival, just in case somebody Not accidentally knock my funnel cake out of my hand. They got to get the fire. Is it really that serious? That's crazy. Kids taking them to to the parade. They need to look up the definition of what a parade is. It's a celebration. Come on, man. Hey, you know what? And it's weird. I went to a funeral this past weekend. Uh, rest in peace, Chris. He's a good dude. A lot of people had a lot of good things to say about him, which was dope. It, it's wack when you get older and you start going to more and more funerals. Uh, you, know, you never want to be numb to him, but you kind of understand that it, it's more of a celebration of somebody's life more so than... You would hope that it's a celebration. Nobody wants to see somebody go, and I understand that. I also understand the people that's like, yo, I'm, I'd rather them not suffer. And that's understandable too. That's taking yourself out of there because a lot of us be selfish. And it's like, nah, I don't look. What you saying, his, his heart belly beating. He, he in a magnificent amount of pain. Hey, keep me alive. Keep me alive. You might be able to come back. That that happened a lot. What are we not gonna do? Like and so I I go I go to funerals and I try to be cool and strong for um the the families and stuff like that. My friends, my you know every everybody anybody involved and and so I'm already a naturally. A, a fairly happy person, most of the time. Most of the time, until you get on my nerves, then I'm different. But most of the time, I just, I like to have fun. I like to see a smile on people's faces, which is what makes funerals hard for me now. I can't look at people. I can't look at people because I don't want to be too sad. I'm sad already because I'm here. I don't want to be too sad because somebody else is crying and they crying is making me get a little misty around the eye area. I don't wanna do that all the time. I got a cousin that's probably still in the chat that try to sing a song and get me every time. They some haters. They are some haters, both of them. I ain't even gonna say their name, but they in there. I also hate when stuff happen around me that ain't supposed to be funny. And it'd be funny as hell. I saw a Jerry curl this weekend. And that Jerry curl was so inappropriate. And I was like, the devil is busy right now. The devil devil is busy. Is you're going to bring this Jerry curl up in here. Come on, man. What are are we doing? I'm talking about, it was during the time where I saw somebody crying. And I was like, damn, you messed up. And it was somebody, it was two other people that I knew pretty well that was crying in front of me. And I'm like, dang, that's messed up. I'm not gonna look at them. And as I pan, I see this Jerry girl. And I was like, damn, that's really, that's, that's messed up for real. Why would you do this? And now I'm not worried about the people that's crying. I'm looking at this Jerry Curl like, come on, bro. Hey. It's 2024. You should, They should ban all Jerry Curls. They should put everybody who got a Jerry Curl and people that eat chitlins all on their own island. With a whole bunch of Karens to tell on them when they do it. This is crazy. He was up in there with a full with a full Jerry Carroll. It was wet. <laughs> That's disappointing. There's no what I the limbs out. That was very disappointing. That was very disappointing because I I tried to get through, and I was gonna be cool. And then that Jerry Carroll got me, and then some people was cussing. And the downstairs in the church. If you cuss downstairs in the church, is that does that get a pass? Because if it does, then I know it's about three people that's off the hook. You know about three people that's off the hook. <laughs> now, now, fan with this Jericho will never be off the hook until it's a regular haircut. But these folks that's cussing, we need to understand where where we stand. Kate, what up though? Where we stand as far as the violations in the church? Because it was some cussing downstairs. While they were sitting in the pews, they was it was all right as far as I, I was I knew. There was one of was one of my bowling friends that was like, I was like about to cussing when I heard some uh, I heard some cussing outside the sanctuary. I mean, she heard some loud talking outside the sanctuary. There's some loud talking, and while the while the ceremony was going on, dude was up there preaching. And there was some loud talking going on, so she said she was about to start cussing. And I was like, I, I understand. I heard him. I'm just trying to be cool. Appreciate that, like, Jay. Now I'm just trying to be cool. Like I'm not out here. I'm, I, I'm just trying to be focused. And so, you know, it's always. There's always some outfits it's always hey i've never seen this person dressed like this and so listen I, I did i did good and then the cussing start happening there people was cutting the line big josh what up though people was cutting the line to get to the chicken now it's it's a it's a bad you know it's a fun, it's a bad look but it's also funny when people know you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get too mad at the line getting cut. But I you know what I don't know. Cause there was some cousin going on downstairs. It's probably a picture of me floating around. I was sitting at the desk eating my chicken. I wasn't necessarily invited to all all the cool people tables, which I don't have to be. Um and so when that picture when that picture get posted, if it gets posted, I'll be uh I'd be sharing that. I'd be sharing that. But like, get out here laughing, like as if. Look, there's a lot of it was a lot of cussing and lying, cutting going on. I didn't, I not know where these people was raised at. I don't know where they was raised, and you know, you be trying to do like trying to teach better than you was taught, and I don't understand. Like, all right, like I said, I'm a foster parent, right? I got we got two little girls right now. We've had some, we've had similar groups of three where it was like two boys and a girl. We didn't have some, a boy and a girl. That, and we've had different ages from like twelve all the way on down to like nine, ten months. Bet. All right. What I don't understand. What I don't understand about parenting, like I said, I know it's not a handbook to this thing, but I feel like everything I tell these kids not to do is the first thing that they do immediately. Like they don't even go around first; they they go straight to it, and I don't understand why. Even even with the like, I feel like. I was real intentional on what I talked to this little boy about. I was super intentional. Because I he was one of those kids where you couldn't leave room for his own interpretation. You leave room for his own interpretation. He was going to find that room and squeeze into it. Because you didn't say. So I said everything. And he still figured out how to do the opposite. Now, the weird part for me was, every time he did the opposite, in my mind, I was like, damn, I want to tell you to do the stuff that you're doing just to see if on that day you wouldn't do it. And with him, I felt like he would do worse. I feel like he would do worse. But I was trying to think, I was talking to my wife one day and I was trying to think about how could I take all the fun out of him doing, you know, the, the the nonsense that he was doing. Like, cause we got phone calls, you have to go up there and and you know it's it's pretty embarrassing when you go up there, even though it's not it's not your kid, it's your kid. They call you dad. They put an extra oomph on the dad when they know what the situation is because they're trying to make the kids feel good. <laughs> he said kids somewhere, somehow always find room for their own interpretation. That is right. And he put, they always put a little extra oomph on dad when they knew it was foster kids because they wanted the kid to feel some kind of sense of home, which I understand that. Didn't have a problem with it. The only problem was he was calling me dad a whole bunch of times when he was in trouble. And I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 uh, I'm dad. What 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 what's up what he do? And then you can hear the story and then his story don't ever be like they story, but he don't ever say nothing when they story is getting told. And I'm like, yo, you have to understand that none of this stuff sounds correct. I don't know why you always did the opposite of what I asked you. And so taking the fun out, if I was like, hey, hey, buddy, listen, when you get ready to go to school, please have them call me to interrupt my day because I don't want to be there all day anyway. So if you get in trouble today, let's say around mm, 12, 31 o'clock, it'll be dope. You can get in trouble. I'll be able to leave work to come get you because I need a valid excuse. They already know how you are. So, go ahead and get in trouble at 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Then I can leave early. I could be traffic, and we can be home by 2.30, 2.50, you know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and pull that off for me. I'm almost willing to guarantee that the kid that I'm talking about that I'm referring to would not get that done. He would foil that whole plan because it's what I wanted. It would be what I want. See kids, parents never say that to their kids. Like, you know what I really wanted to do is get called while I was at work. That's what I really wanted to do today. You know, you really looked out for me, making me have to leave the job to come by and pick you up. You know what else is dope? Is that you got suspended for school, and now I can't go to work for the next two days because I don't have child care for you. Now. Well, hold on. Let's go get some cake. I'm going to let you. You got to eat a whole cake. Go ahead and eat the whole thing because you you outdoing yourself. and take all the fun out of it. Cause now, cause now like, I don't, I don't know what it is. You have, you complaining to them about them, about you having to leave work. It don't register to them. They don't care. Only thing that matters is that you're mad. They don't care about you having to leave work. They never have. Ain't no kid ever even apologize for that part of it. Oh, I'm sorry, mom, for having you leave work today. That's all right, baby. I was. I ain't feel like doing a lot of work today, anyway. Look at God. Won't he do it? Come on, man. That's crazy. That is. Look. That is. That is crazy. These kids always, always do the opposite. Always be looking for that room for uh, for that misinterpretation. One of the things I was was talking about earlier today, and it was like, I almost felt like it was a weird exercise, but I was also thinking about, all right, how would I like to be parented if I could choose? If I could choose, like if I was parenting me, because our kids teach us how to parent them. They don't understand that though. They don't, they hear it and they're like, I'm teaching you how to parent me. Yes, you know, if you do more, if you out here, you know, getting in trouble, then that's me telling me that you need more supervision. I got you. Thank you for letting me know. And if you're doing the things that I asked you to do without you needing to be told, that means that I don't got to tell you everything because you already know what you're doing. And now I can give you more responsibilities because you can take care of everything that you already have. And the better you do, the less I got to stand over you. The more I can let you go do your thing. Because I know that you'll make good decisions. That's, that's too much like right. That's too much like easy parenting. It's too much like easy parenting. Like, I got in trouble a lot, but I did stuff. I did a whole bunch of stuff that I never got in trouble for. They never found out. I just, They just never thought to put two and two together. My wife, on the other hand, she got in trouble for doing stuff like reading when she was supposed to be going to bed. And she got a little smart mouth. But reading, she was probably getting in trouble for reading and then probably responded with like, you want me to be dumb? I could be out getting tattoos on my face. That's probably her response, which got her in trouble. And then it was like, well, you're right. Go ahead, you got five minutes. That's too much like good, perfect parents. We don't run into those kids like I got. These little girls be trying to bucket me. Mm. Mm. Hold on, now. What that mean? I don't. I don't. I don't understand that. Not from. Not from a two-year-old girl, I don't know what that means. What what's that? Hey, hey. Man, you better you better go on somewhere now. But you know I got limitations, but you don't even talk that well. I don't you need to tell me, you need to learn some English and tell me what that means. Cause I'ma take them as cuss words. Cause I know when you do it, you do it when you're mad. Got yeah, both of them. Mm-mm. i was like, all right, I beat you. Well, you lucky. Oh, you lucky. You lucky that you ain't actually saying stuff like that. she does. She cuss all the time, but we could take the blame for that one. Mainly my wife, but every, yeah, I'm gonna say we, but. When it come to when it come to cussing. like I ain't like with like what the kids repeat, it's more hurting me. So like, when, it is wild. It is wild. Before we get out of here, I want to uh, want to talk about NBA All Star Weekend. And and I I saved it to the end because this was the worst. The worst All-Star Weekend that I've ever seen. And I I was not entertained much. Like, the dunk contest was bad. It was really bad. It was, you know what? This was a dunk contest that I would have expected to see on Tubi. Where the stuff just didn't line up. Jalen Brown doing dunks that... You know, if you had done this in front of somebody beforehand, they would have said, "No, nah, bro, you don't. You don't want to do this dunk." Wait, oh, you gonna bounce it and do the D round? And so he dunk it, and then on the way down, then he goes and covers his eyes. Jalen, come, come on, man! You ain't let nobody. You ain't tell nobody about none of the dunks that you was gonna do that i know you you kept your whole routine a secret you were trying to you was doing dunks that that the bad dunkers is doing high school and you six eight don't don't you ever do this again don't you don't you ever do this again this to be dunk contest will never take place again if they had have told me If we had seen this same dunk contest on a movie, on Tubi, we would have believed it. Not in a 2024 All-Star, NBA All-Star game. That is crazy. That is is ridiculous. The game turned into a a three-point contest in which, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Dame Lillard is a psycho. He can hoop it. He got hella range. Tell you, we knew in the early, in the beginning of the game, Tyrese Halliburton, the hometown player, was going for it. And Dane was like, "Mm mm-mm. I'm going for it. And I blame Halliburton because he shouldn't have passed him the ball. And he kept passing the ball and Dane wasn't missing dang was shooting shots. They was shooting shots intentionally like hey i'm gonna pull this half court joint because i'm winning the mvp me that's who i built this he stole the show it was very it was very lackluster they couldn't even have they couldn't even have an nba all-star halftime show Not not after usher, not not after usher. You could not do that after usher like that's... Trying to trying to go after usher is crazy. But it was bad. It was it was really bad. Like the now my brother now we got a kick out of the like that little skills challenge. But when you get people that's not taking it seriously at all, and I think that's what we. What we what we've got away from it's like everybody it's like oh this is a vacation game this is ex- exhibition we we too cool to do what we what they used to do we cooler than you know Eliza morning and ben baker we cooler than patrick ewan and his widow's peak and and david robinson like we cooler than them and so when you see you see players like, no, y'all not gonna make us look bad by playing defense, because social media be tripping. All of this kind of plays in plays a part into how hard these folks are gonna play. And so they don't play hard. Which is why you have a hundred and something threes shot in the game. That is crazy. This is why you have nobody's playing defense because they don't want to end up on 14 Bleacher Reports and on Instagram going viral for getting crossed up. They ain't doing that no more. They don't want no parts of the viral. Not at all, because everybody, everybody got a bag. You in the All Star game it's because you can hoop. You don't want to, you do But most of these cats, they they getting the best deep, they getting the best defender, but they ain't having to guard the best defender. All I let me, mean, the other best player. Now you got the the whole everybody in there is the best player know ain't, ain't no seventh or eighth man on the team that you get a chance to get a switch on That ain't gonna happen that ain't gonna happen and so you got people not playing hard which is whack and make for a tough watch and unless you just like to see people bombing away then that's what you'll get otherwise like we we knew back in the day when the first quarter, might have been a dunk fest. And then they started getting a little bit into the game. Third quarter, you know, they started playing a little bit harder. And, and fourth quarter is the whole game. They locked in. And then folks got away from that. They didn't want to go viral. Thank you, Kyrie, for mixing on way too many people. Because they will not go out here and play real defense against Kyrie Irving they don't want to get made to look a fool. Looking a fool. And this is the last thing before I get out of here. I feel like something going on with the airline industry that's that's crazy. Like there's been there's been far too many, far too many instances in which stuff is happening on a damn plane. Whether the door's flying off on Alaska Airlines, whether somebody having a doo-doo attack on the on the plane and they having to turn it around, to these folks having maggots fall out of they say rain from the the overhead baggage compartment on somebody and they had to turn the plane around. Raining maggots. Is this what is this what we doing now? Who hold on. Who got maggots in their bag? Secondly, how did this bag with the maggots in it get through TSA? You can't take a cherry coke through, but you could bring a bag full of maggots. My bowling balls get tested for for bomb residue every time I don't every time I take one in the book bag. Every time, and somebody was able to bring a a whole suitcase full of maggots. I don't know how they form, but I'm pretty sure that they don't just form from the time you leave TSA to the time you get on this plane and that happened during the flight hell no like I'm not no 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 look I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. if I'm sitting on the plane and some maggots fall fell down on me especially if I'm in the extra row shit I might pull that door <laughs> Hey, we all gotta go. We gotta air this whole plane out. I'm pulling the door. Yeah, all better make sure. Look, because I, I already look. I'm one of those people that if you know how, you be outside or you you might smack a mosquito off of you or and them them crawled up you and or got on your leg and you hit it. Like from that point forward, I'm itching. Thinking about it, I'm itching right now i I'm playing too much, but every time if I have if I have a bug that not crawled on me or landed on me or whatever, I get the heebie-jeebies. For you young people, I don't know what y'all call it, but the heebie-jeebies is real. It's just when you feel like something on you, but it's not your skin be crawling, but and you're like ugh. that's the heebie-jeebies. You know what that? You know it when you get it. But when you when you have it on you, it's like, damn, all right, shoot. I gotta I need a whole shower before I'm right again. Ain't gotta be nothing on me. I, I would need a whole shower before I'm okay again because otherwise, this is gonna be an issue. I saw it, I felt it, the heebie deebies don't go away without a shower. You need you need water. What up, Brie? Like the only water, water and soap takes care of the heebie jeebies. When you talking about something uh a bugs raining down on you, I don't care if it's maggots, ants, uh them little fruit fly joint things that be flying around. It's gonna cause a problem. You can't have that. Now for the for the passengers that that was on that Alaska. was on that Alaska flight when the door flew off they offered them folks fifteen hundred dollars i don't know if it was in flight credit or just in a visa gift card i don't know but that was the offer fifteen hundred dollars now like i said in the in the past show i would have been mad if i was on the on the road where the door fell off and the people behind me in in C twenty nine C is getting the same amount as I'm getting. I was in more danger. I think it should be tiered. I should get fifty-nine thousand dollars and by the time you get back to them it should be down up fifteen hundred. So I have three planes with my face on the side and fifty nine thousand dollars. Hey Hey man. There's way too much stuff happening on these planes. You know, maggots, really? That we turning planes around because this type of stuff keeps happening. Usually when you get on a plane, what up, doc? You get on a plane, you got somewhere to go. Even if it's on you going on vacation, you're not just taking a plane for no reason. You don't just get in your car and just, hey, where you going? Nowhere. Now, when you get on the plane, you going somewhere. Most of the time, like eighty percent of the people that's on these planes got deadlines to meet when they get there. So I don't understand why turning around the plane is is the is the go to, unless you just turn, unless you just got up and we got like an eight-hour flight, we we can't do this. Ain't enough vacuum cleaners on this plane. Y'all need a whole new, everybody, everybody, look, I'm itching now talking about this stuff. This is ridiculous. I got the baby jeebies, the little heebie jeebies. That you can't, it ain't no cleaning that up. The whole plane need to be fumigated. And now if you got a cruise that you got to take, if you don't, like I always get there day before, but if you got a cruise that you about to take and you don't wait until the last minute, you go gonna miss it. All because somebody was nasty. <laughs> All because somebody was nasty, that's crazy. These old dirty ass people, I be trying to do better. I be trying to do better, that, that's so bad. That is so bad. Man. Look, I'm I'm so glad, man. Like I said, this next week, next week, I'm going to try to do something special for the show. Um, probably have a surprise guest on. I'm going to try to, I'm, yeah, I'm going to try to do that for, for next week because, like I said, that'll be the start of season seven. This is crazy. I didn't do this show for about three weeks one day. I mean, one one stretch of time. And... And went crazy, like I almost—I felt it. But right now, I'm glad that I'm, I'm to this point. For the people that have been rocking for all this time, man, y'all been dope. And at some point, it's gonna be something more than just hanging out, hanging out with you. I'll be on the—I'll be on the real TV in a, in a little while, as soon as I get my stuff together. Don't you worry about it. But look, good people, if you haven't already. The 17 Print Shop is up and it's popping. Them thick fillet shirts out here rocking. Them Shogun Strike Academy shirts that's raising people's average, at least three pins when they wear it. It's rocking. Y'all go ahead and check out that other stuff on the on the website. That's ww.the70printshop.com. That's www.theseventeenprintshop.com. printshopcom thats wwwthe 710 www.the710printshop.com dot com. you got some custom stuff hit me up the 710 shop at gmail.com I respond and get stuff turned around real quick so don't even worry about it that's the 710 printshopcom and look good people until next time y'all be safe out in these streets and if y'all in the bowling community I challenge y'all to execute at least on about 85% of you all shots. And we'll worry about the results when our ball come back. you yep.